back to Big Red Birdies with Lindsay Teal and Megan Whitaker on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Big Red Birdies here on 93.7 The Ticket. I am Megan Whitaker here with uh, Lindsay Teal. Um, we will jump into our quirky question here soon, but I think we had a text over break. Yes, yes, we've got a couple of them, so we'll get through those. Um, the first one here, when you were doing, uh, let's see, when you were, when you talk about working on wedges, how are you doing that in the simulator? Yeah, um, we are very fortunate. We have TrackMan, um, I don't know, devices that are very accurate with our wedge numbers. Um, so we played a lot of different games, um, but I I have really found it helpful to just kind of see how many times I can hit the same target. So like figure out exactly mm-hmm. a 50-yard swing with a different club. Then how? what's a 55-yard swing? What's a 60-yard swing? So I think that has been the biggest thing for me over the winter is you can't see a target you're just hitting in so it's all feel based of what is yeah. a 50 yard shot what is an 80 yard shot and really trying to dial in those swings with that tempo to try to get the most consistent ball pattern yeah yeah and for me this has actually been a big area that I've been working on this winter um because one of the things I took from the fall and just kind of going over my stats with the coaches um a lot of times my wedges were not that great when I was hitting a blind wedge shot or let's say uh, it was a super uphill hole to the green and I was hitting a wedge shot from down below and I couldn't see where the hole went into the ground. Um, I had a really hard time with distance control when I didn't have that visual part. And so that told me that um, the feel part of my wedge game was off or just very inconsistent. And so um, it was time for me to get new wedges anyway. So I had my new wedges kind of redid my numbers um, for gapping and then kind of just use this winter to work in the sim on finding those numbers with my feel um and you were with me when I was doing that too but it was like okay what is yeah a 50 yard shot with my 60 degree wedge is a half swing for me halfway back and then um half swing with a hinge for a 60 yard you know it's just stuff like that and going through my different wedges for that and going through about every five yards and then just really hammering those distances until I had them down and until they were very consistent so I spent a lot of time um, figuring that out this winter Mm -hmm. and then just doing different drills on the track man where it will, we do different combine games. So it'll mix up, um, the distances that we need. It'll shoot out a distance for us and then we'll have to hit to that distance. So we can kind of randomize it a little bit once we have those numbers down, um, and do it and we can do drills, we can do games with two people, one person, whatever it is. Um, and just kind of mix it up. So yeah. we've had fun with that. We have. Yeah. It's been a very productive winter with that. And I think we'll all use the track man a lot, um, this spring with our whole team, just to kind of really, it really helps to know this is exactly 50 yards. So that way, when yes. you're on the course, you know exactly what swing you need to do yep. to get the ball to go as far as you need. Yep. Yep. We've got another question here. Um, what does your training trip all entail? Yeah, so we will leave next Thursday um, very early in the morning. I think our flight's around 6 a.m. Um, and we'll fly directly to Houston. And uh, I, I believe every day we will practice for a bit and then we'll play 18 holes um, each day. So we'll play mm-hmm. Thursday, we'll play Friday, we'll play Saturday. Uh, Sunday will be a practice day because we have an early flight. But 
it will be a very good opportunity for all of us to be on grass and compete yes. against each other for some qualifying yes. and yeah just really practice hard yep yep and i think am i right in saying the grass down there will be similar to the grass we will be on in one of our early tournaments yeah yeah it should be some sort of bermuda grass okay. which should be i would assume is what um florida, florida will be, will be. Mm-hmm. yep yep and that's our first tournament will be in florida so yeah it'll be a lot of good practice time a lot of good time um with the team and just everybody back after christmas so it'll just be a really good chance for all of that and just to get ready for the spring yes which will then start about a week and a half after that so yeah, yeah. it should be good um we can get into our quirky question then um what what part of the spring are you most excited for it i'm very excited for all of it honestly um i think i'm really excited to just travel again with the team um it's we have a very fun group of girls and so it's just very fun to travel to new tournaments um all over the country and just be together and just compete with each other and just you know i i actually really like the spring i think it's fun where you get to go and play on grass and then come back I think you really enjoy being on grass in spring season yes. because we don't get to be on grass here. Like in the fall, you yes. you know you go to places, but you, it's still nice in Nebraska. Yep. In January, when you get a flight to Houston, and then in a week later you're flying to Florida. I just think it's so fun to just go sightsee and go play great courses, yep. and you know you're getting better weather typically everywhere than back yep. here, so it's very fun. Yeah, there are some challenges with that though too. Going to play on grass, maybe it's Bermuda, and then come back to hitting in our indoor room on a mat and then going to a different tournament and maybe playing on different grass and then coming back and hitting inside again so kind of walk us through that what that looks like yeah I mean for example we I mean we'll go to Houston we'll be back for about 10 days practicing and then we'll go play a different type of Bermuda grass most likely in Florida and we'll be back for about two weeks and then we'll go to Arizona which is not I'm I'm not sure what grass it is but it most likely will not be Bermuda grass down there Mm -hmm. So it is definitely challenging. I think it's hard to balance the technical work with the feel, with the scoring. I mean, because it's all different, you know, in competition. We can't be working on technique, but it's hard to focus on playing when you're in the sim room. Yeah, Yeah. so it's a hard balance, but I I like it because it's very distinct. When you're inside, you're focusing on this. When you're outside, it's very... You can compartmentalize pretty well. Mm -hmm. So I I think it's a fun challenge. Yeah. And I think there are different ways that we can kind of work with that too. Like, let's say we all, our coaches always know um, the course that we're going to be going and playing. And so they can kind of see if, okay, we're going to need to be really on with our long irons here, or this is going to be super important for our wedges to be good here. And so then with that information, we can kind of set up different drills on the track man or different combines and stuff like that to hone in on those different parts that we're going to need and so we can kind of tailor um even our inside practice a little bit to what we're going to need in our future tournaments Mm -hmm. which really helps and it helps a lot to make it not so monotonous or not so just routine um so yeah we just have a ton of different things that we can do to kind of spice things up and make it interesting before we go to our next tournament yeah so yeah i'm really looking forward to um i think just getting back out into tournament settings and playing settings um because as i was talking about earlier it's just so much different when you're outside you're seeing the course every hole is brand new um and there's just so many more factors to take in obviously when you're outside playing a round of golf than when you're just working on your swing inside so i'm we've had a great practice we've had a great winter 
um, session, but I'm really ready to just get back out onto the course and put all of what we've worked on to practice and then also start bringing in the parts of the mental game that we've worked so hard on um, and really spend a lot of time learning about in the fall. I'm really excited to see what that brings in the spring when we can put it back into practice. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was definitely a big focus our coaches had for us this fall was to get stronger mentally. Um, we did all of October and November. We were doing some meditation practices, uh, working on how to calm down the mind and different breathing exercises and techniques that we can use. So I think the combination of all of that with what we've been doing mm-hmm. inside will be really exciting to see what all we can do. And I, I'm also really excited. I've played a couple of these courses. I think um, a few of us that are older have played um, the Big Ten course, the Ohio State course, Arizona course, the Briars Creek. Mm-hmm. So it's fun, I think, to know what courses you're going to see. And kind of, like you said, we can focus that on practice. Like some courses you really want to have good wedges. Some courses are longer, so you mm-hmm. need those long irons. But I think that makes it fun knowing what's coming and knowing how you can yeah. kind of prepare and just knowing what you're getting yourself into. Because this fall, I think all of the courses we played were brand new. I don't think any of us had seen any of them yeah, before. No, right. So I think it is fun sometimes to go back to courses that you're familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. Now talking about um, kind of switching gears to the mental game, and we talked about how we're bringing that back in to our tournaments. Do you think it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve again once we get back out on the course and blending everything together? Or how do you think It could go? be a little bit. I think... It was very nice for us these last few days to be able to use the mental game again, just because when you're inside, we still do some mental work. I think when we do practice, Mm -hmm. um, there is some mental stuff going on. We're not just beating balls mindlessly, but it's not quite the same as walking in between your shots. And after you make a bogey or after you hit a bad shot, you can't just tee it back up on a mat and, you know, forget about it. And so I think it will take some time, but I think the training trip is coming at a very good time to get yeah. us ready. And then we'll still have about 10 days to kind of work on whatever yeah. needs to be done before we compete. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There's a lot that, um, you just forget that you kind of need to work on when you're outside. Like I noticed when we were in Missouri, um, just even pre-shot routine or making sure I'm committing to my shot and backing off if I'm not, or, taking into account the wind or the rustle in the trees as a possible distraction and just stuff like that (laughs) just kind of getting back into that mode of like oh yes we we had all these things we worked really hard on in the fall and these are all really important to helping us play our best so yeah I think I think you're right I think the training chip will be really good for that um I'm glad we're going to get so much playing time on the course when we're in Houston um and it'll be a good blend of practicing and fundamentals on grass but also playing on the Mm -hmm. course so yeah yeah I also um I think this is somewhat mental and physical but I noticed this um how much how much we learned this fall uh I I think I kind of forgot how much we learned (laughs) until we played again outside but um we worked so hard on visualization with everything um specifically putting is what I remember working on the most and I used that a lot these last few days. Yes. Um, it took me a while the, on Monday to get into it, but then yesterday and today I really used that of actually seeing the whole putt mm-hmm. and how it's going to break and all of that just because inside we just don't have that much break, and so you can almost get by without visualizing or yeah. and doing some of those things. But when we yep. get outside, you have to 
bring those skills back. And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, We have one other question here that came in kind of just about our training process in the winter. Um, When you are doing technical training, do you use any training aids? I think, I think yes. Um, I actually haven't used, I'm trying to think. I haven't used too many this break. Yeah, I think it... I think it kind of depends, um, depends on the person and just kind of what they're comfortable with and what they lean towards when they're practicing. Um, I also think it depends on the different things that we're working on mm-hmm. in our swing. Um, and a lot of that will come from our swing coaches or from our coach Jeannie when she's helping us. But yeah, it just really depends on a lot of times our coaches will have, okay, we're trying to get here in your swing. This is a drill you can do for it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it'll have a training aid that they have and give to us. Um, sometimes it won't. So I think, yeah, a good balance of both. I think sometimes it does involve training aids. Some of the time it just involves mm-hmm. feel, slow motion swings, feeling the different positions. Yeah. Yeah. For me, this winter, it has been more feel based. I haven't used much. I've been thinking more about where the zippers are on my jacket and where my chest should be on different spots versus actually using sticks and different tools. But in past years, I have used tools to help with wrist hinge or alignment stick rods. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, well, we will be back for our final segment here on Big Red Birdies at 93.7 The Ticket.